Hi, it's John Paul, host of the Car Doctor radio program and podcast. And with us is NASCAR driver Austin Sindrick. And Austin, thanks for being on the program. First off, how did you get involved in racing? And how long have you been with Team Penske? Yeah, so racing in NASCAR since since 2015. Uh, started in the, in the truck series. Um, after a year of racing in the truck series, uh, I raced for... For Team Penske, pretty much from there on out, you know, through the Xfinity Series all the way in, into the Cup Series. Um, and uh, before that, uh, any type of race car you can imagine, uh, whether if that's road racing, open wheel, rally cross, stock cars, uh, go-karts, you name it. Uh, I probably drove it before I started my NASCAR career, but a um, bit of a different uh, pathway in, into the sport. You know, there are some drivers that, that really only have dreams of, of being a NASCAR driver and racing in the cup series. And, uh, for me, I just want to be a race car driver, no matter what the car was and, uh, how I got there. And, uh, certainly probably more unconventional path, uh, to the top level of the sport. And, uh, when it comes to, when it comes to racing, it's really all about competition. And it sounds like, you know, when you went from, you know, you raced everything from go-kart to open wheel, it's, is it all about the competition? Is it all about, you know, trying to win? And I I guess that's a stupid question. Of course you want to win. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it is it is that competitive nature, I guess, that you have to have. But um, I guess in some senses, and you know, as I've done this for a long enough time and learned playing about myself, I am a bit of a perfectionist. And there's there's a certain part of me that um, gets excited about winning, and then there's a certain part of me that gets excited about being the best and and, and doing all the right things and, and working with the people around you to, to be the best, not just, not just to win. You can, you can win on any good, given good day, but um, being the best and, and and being able to have repeatability and that consistency at, at, at running up front. And that's what team Penske is all about. It, it's, it's about that pursuit of, of, of being the best and um, staying there for a long time. Obviously this organization um, has, has won a lot of races, a lot of big races and, I had a lot of successful drivers and uh, it's, it's because of that mentality. And you talk about, you talk about the team, you talk about the, the team around you. How important is it to be able to like sort of set your ego aside and, and work with the team? I think teamwork is incredibly important. You know, it is an individual sport in the sense that, you know, there's not just a winner and a loser every day. There's, 39 losers and only one winner. So we're used to losing a lot. So I guess in that sense, uh, I think that already curbs your ego a little bit more probably compared to other sports. Um, But it's hard to to define success as well, because, you know, you don't win every race. Your your win to loss percentage is obviously uh, quite, quite shifted. Um, So trying to figure out what what makes a good day and and, and what to gain off of and, you know, how, how do you define um, progress is, is sometimes challenging and, and you have to lean on the people around you because, um, especially at the highest level, you have to have everything right. You know, some, maybe some of the lower series or, um, as you're younger, you know, you can, you can overcome issues or, you know, people make, or more apt to making mistakes. Whereas in the cup series at the highest level of the sport, you, you can't expect or, or rely on people to have mistakes, you you have to just purely be better to be able to make better decisions or, um, you know, come with better preparation. Um, so so in that sense, um, you have to you have to have everything right. The pit stops have to be great. You know, you, the the setup of the race car has to be great. The the adjustments that you do throughout the race, and that's all through prep work, through working together, through communication. Um, it, it takes all of those pieces to be able to expect yourself to to be able to win week in and week out in the Cup Series. 
And how about the physical preparation? Sometime back, talking to Bob Tasker, he runs a, you know, runs a, a funny car. You know, he's he's in the car. You know, if you're you're in the car for hours. He probably doesn't have, you know, a hundred hours in his car because they're you know three and a half seconds at a time. He's a he's a vegan. He's in the gym all the time. Uh, I talked to Matt Haggett, who's you know I think he I think he lifts up steers to stay in shape and you know you know. Uh, uh, he's a beef eater. Uh, they all work out differently, but they all try to stay in as good a condition as they can. How do you stay in that kind of condition, the condition you are, and to be behind the wheel for that long, in, in depending on where you are, in the, in the heat of the day? Yeah, I, I think a lot of it is about endurance, not just for, you know, the, our races are usually three to four hours long, depending on you know, how many cautions or how long the racetrack is or whatever else. But obviously the heat, you know, I think there's a certain amount of conditioning that you have to, you have to be prepared for with, with the heat of the cars and then obviously the loads and, and the physical task that you have week to week, but it's also a 38 week season with one off weekend. Mm. And that's, that's a long season it's a long amount of time to be putting yourself through that stress um so it, it is about endurance it's about keeping up with yourself whether if it's just saying loose mobility wise um you know i, I spend you know if, if we're if we're home four days a week i i spend you know three of those days in the gym um and and, and it's not about you don't have to be a bodybuilder to be a race car driver but it, it's about being able to also withstand, you know, the crashes, the impacts that you have, you know, being fit enough for that. So your, your, your bones and your joints aren't taking the stress of, of those impacts. It's you're, you're strong enough. So um, I think it's a lot of those things that, that really add up. Um, but, you know, I, I'm one of those people that, that my physical fitness is just as much mental as it is physical, because it's one more thing I can, I can check off and say, Hey, I, I've done this. I've done, I've done one more thing that, that will, lead to me being the best that I can be. And and I feel like doing that prep work, being able to say, okay, I've, I've done this. I've, I've done everything I can do before this race, before this week, that gives you a lot of clarity heading in, heading into a race, knowing that you, you've used all the resources that you have to be able to go out and be successful. So you're on the TB12 uh, Tom Brady uh, diet regimen? Uh, I, I am not, I'm not a dieter. I, I, uh, I certainly keep track of what yeah. I eat. I'm definitely not a vegan. Yeah. Yeah. Because what you said actually sounds a lot like what he says when, when he was up here in New England uh, playing football. It was all about the, the mental and physical preparation that goes, goes into that. Sponsorship is so very important to, to racing. How do you interact with your sponsors, you know, from, you know, somebody who's got a little tiny decal on the car to somebody who owns the hood? Well, I think what makes that, that's what makes NASCAR so much different, I think, than other sports is that I'm a representative for a company, whereas athletes in other sports are representatives just for their team and, and their sport. And that's it. Whereas um, we, we add on to that, the, you know, obviously the corporate partnerships and, it, it, it obviously adds probably more more to my job off the racetrack than 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 on the racetrack. But um, you know, when when we're at the track, and especially when we have people that, that come and you know, obviously root us on every week, and then they come and experience that, um, it, it's fun because you have a group of people that are that are behind you and invested in in you and your race team and in your performance probably more than any any race fan could ever be. Um, but, but when you have those wins and, and you're able to 
to to celebrate with that group and 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 you know uh, we have 400 some odd employees at team penske but when we win the the trickle down effect is massive between you know the car manufacturer the sponsors on our race cars i mean you you can quickly make an outreach of over 100,000 people that are just as excited as you are that you 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 won a race you 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 succeeded and, and I, I think that's that's the give back uh, to, to the extra work that I feel like that's added on to that. But it's it's obviously a culture in our sport because race fans identify cars and drivers with the names of these companies um, more than anything else. I'll, I'll never forget. Um, and I always remember when when you think about, you know, how that model works is when I was when I was a kid playing the NASCAR video game. You know, my friend didn't didn't know anything about NASCAR, but he knew that that was you know that sponsor. So he just referenced the sponsor the entire time as far as the car. And I think that's the difference because that's that's how you identify. It's not, hey, this is, he's wearing a he's wearing a red suit, he's wearing a red jersey. No, he's you know he's driving this car for this sponsor, and and he's a representative of that. And uh, I think the fans are e- easily drawn to to what that means. An old friend of mine was in the ARCA race uh, a couple of weeks ago in Daytona, and uh, his sponsorship did pretty well. And I understand you were up in the booth because uh, uh, he slid across a Daytona green. Uh, with about four laps left to go, so uh, so we got a lot of camera time uh, and ended up uh, just spun around and ended up I think in tenth place at the end. Dale Quarterly and he's sort of I mean he's an old guy now I think he's sixty something but he started off uh, his father owned a, a little go kart mini bike shop and he started off racing go karts and you know went through uh, super bike uh, then went into uh, NASCAR for a little while and then uh, got banged up a little bit and then you know, does some, does some other stuff. How did, how did it feel to be up in the booth uh, uh, during the ACA race? Yeah, I, I certainly enjoy driving the cars a lot more than talking about them, but um, it, it's interesting to be able to see from that point of view. You know, I, I watch a lot of film. I watch a lot of past races, you know, in, in, in my preparation. So I have, I've probably have gone somewhat critical of racing announcers just because I've, I've watched a lot of racing. Um, so it's kind of fun to put my money where my mouth is on, on some of that stuff, but um, it, it's a great perspective and, and especially in some of those lower series where where guys are just trying to try and figure it out or um, you know kind of break through it's it's easy to see the gains um, when, when you're watching from from that perspective especially in, in the Arkham Menard series um, so it's fun I enjoy it uh, but I, I certainly enjoy driving the cars a lot more yeah watch out watch out for Dale he's going to be in the uh, truck race in Texas so uh, <laughs> great uh, the um uh, before we before we let you go, I mean, you've been doing this for a few years now. What was what was it like? And I remember, and uh, I'm a nobody radio guy, and somebody came up to me and asked me for an autograph one time, and I and I'm like, what on a check? I, I you know, what an autograph? But what was it? What was it like as you started to gain popularity and people would come up to you and want an autograph? Yeah, I, even now it's still somewhat of a strange experience. I mean, it, it's obviously more expected, but yeah, certainly when I was younger in my career um yeah like kind of explain like why do you why do you want this like it's it's not worth anything like but it's and some of it's the the experience and I say that and even when I was a little kid growing up around racing you know my dad on the team and me kind of just hanging out you know I'd go around just ask crew members you know sign my hat and I'd I'd leave every race with a with a hat full of signatures but I couldn't even tell you who signed it it's some of it's just part of the the event experience and just to, you know, it's, it's an example of, of, Hey, you were, you were there, you experienced it, you were at the event, you, you know, were able to get the most out of it. 
I think I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, I feel like pictures are, are more many are more meaningful probably than that because it's you know everyone's got a camera in their pocket now, so yeah. you know, taking taking a quick selfie or whatever else. I I think that's to me that's that's the new autograph. You know, that's the new way of saying, hey, I was here, I met this guy because that's a to me it's a lot more meaningful and a lot more visually representative. But yeah, the autograph culture is pretty huge in NASCAR and and the accessibility to to the drivers is is greater than any other sport with the accessibility to athlete because if you think about the nba or the nfl if you go to a game you're not seeing lebron james you're not going to go see tom brady you're not going to get to shake their hand or ask them for something if you go to nascar race and you get inside of the racetrack there's a good chance you're going to see your favorite race car driver not just a driver you're you're probably going to see whoever you're rooting for and you're probably going to have a chance to get them to sign something or ask them or say hi or whatever um whereas that's not that's not an experience you'd really be able to get in any other sport yeah it's uh you know it's not it's you know you talk to nascar fans and you're absolutely right i remember talking to you know folks from procter and gamble and you know you know when tides on the hood of a car and their car does well you know, tide sales go up. So for you to be able to, I guess you can't snub a fan because when you do, you're not just doing that for yourself. You're also doing that for your car full of sponsors. So like you said, you're representing, you're not just representing a team, you're representing a, a much wider group of people and you have to you kind of have to be on your best behavior the whole time, right? Yeah, you're exactly right. And, and some days it's hard to remember that. You know, especially in, in that situation where you've you've got like I've I'm I'm at the racetrack to do my job, and I've got a fan who's you know sometimes are some are more pushy than others as far as getting what they want, and you know sometimes I have to go somewhere, and it's sometimes you just have to say no, and you know, people don't like being told no. <laughs> so um, it's it's definitely a different difficult part of of all that you know to navigate as far as the the moral compass, and and like you said, it's it's more because you're representing you know, certain amount of people, you know, sometimes if you piss off a race fan, you know, they're going to say, well, I'm not going to, you know, shop at this store anymore because, yeah. you know, you didn't sign my book. Like, yeah. Like, well, sorry, yeah. I was, I have to yeah. go do my job. Yeah. Like, yeah. You have to, you have to go win a race. Speaking yeah. of winter races, uh, what's coming up next? Yeah. So we're headed, uh, headed to Las Vegas uh, this coming weekend. Uh, get the Pennzoil 400. Uh, so excited about that. That was a good, uh, good race for us. Uh, good track for us last year, especially at the end of the year, qualifying on the front row and uh, ran up front most of the race. So um, got that finish off the West Coast swing and um, all the way through through Atlanta and, you know, then start counting. I, I, I live week to week. So looking past Vegas is 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 hard enough. But, um, yeah, excited about it. But, uh, yeah, season's in full swing now. Awesome. I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your day and join us on the Car Doctor radio program. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. It.